Hello! I finally got round to doing this today and as usual I'll start off with my oath of hand on my heart and I promise and swear that today I'll remain sober. Well it's half past two so that's most of the day gone anyway. Yeah I did a video on Rumble and I tried to if you don't know what Rumble is, it's like another version of YouTube. Uh, but I was trying to get the audio off the video to put on here. But it's because of uh, buffering and everything. It's just taking so long to, to do with my old computer. I need to get a new laptop. But I just decided, fuck it. I'll just come in here quickly. I've not really got that many people listening. Um, it was just something I was thinking about the other day, and that was just the amount of <laughs> the amount of money I've spent on drinking. You know what it's what it's cost, and it's like you think you're having a great time, but yeah, but in the background. You're losing so much. And like I said before in previous podcasts, you gain nothing from alcohol. You just lose. I mean, one of the things that we lose, that we probably know that we lose, and one of the reasons why we drink it, is our, our inhibitions. We lose those. But in doing that, do we then say things we wouldn't normally say and then lose respect lose friendships you know those kind of things but in, first of all in the financial thing I was thinking you know the amount that you spend I mean in the past I could I could have easily spent 200 pounds on a night out on cab fares drinks cigarettes buying people drinks and entries to nightclubs and whatnot yeah and then um then also the financial what it cost you in loss of work because you couldn't get up in the morning and especially if you're self-employed like i have been for all my life yeah you you lose out there and also if you work for someone you may you know you you may have missed out on opportunities for promotion to get a better paid job or better position because you're not performing as well as you know someone else who doesn't drink who is always switched on and performing better because they're not suffering from brain fog on a regular occurrence yeah and then it's also when i was i was employing some people you know, was was I actually getting not not only was I not getting the best out of myself um every working day, was I really utilizing my staff because I had brain fog or sometimes I might have been a bit more impatient with them, less patient than I should have and could have been. Yeah. So there's so much it costs you along with like I said, relationships and stuff like that. 
And like, so if you go out boozing it on a Friday night and you're in a relationship and then Saturday morning, you wake up and you're feeling worse for wear and your wife, partner, girlfriend, whatever, wants to go and do something. Maybe they planned, you know, for you, for you to go out with them somewhere in the morning. And yet you said, oh yeah, I'll be all right. I'm only going out for a few drinks or whatever. And then the morning, the next morning arrives and she's like, got up and she's downstairs or whatever, getting ready to go out. And you're just lying there, fucking sound asleep or just too fucked. You don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to do anything. You know, that's not really fair on her, is it? You know? And um, I know some people might go, oh, well, that's codependency. Well, no, that's just being in a relationship. And especially if you promised, you said, yeah, yeah, we'll go to this place tomorrow. You know, maybe go to see her friends because you know, she wants you to meet some of her friends and whatnot or family. And then how that makes her feel, you know, if she has to go there on her own. You know, even though she, she loves you and... She knows that she tells them, you know, we was out last night. And if, especially if it's a regular thing, you're, you're regularly not turning up to stuff with her because you're too fucked from the night before. I mean, that's going to put a strain on a relationship and you can end up losing that relationship. All for what? For what is the thing, you know? And I remember some of the fucking things I did. I remember once I went to... It was a thing in Adelaide called Schutzenfest. And um, and I remember going out with my wife. We had a great time. And then I just started getting chatty with some strangers, some lads, you know. And it, in the end, I just sent my wife home in a cab and then stayed out with these people I've just met for a few more hours. What the fuck was I thinking? What an absolute fucking retard. I sent my wife home in a cab on her own. Just so I could stay out drinking with some strangers. What an absolute fucking tool. Oh, I'm so lucky that she didn't fucking pull the pin on me. Because, you know, she had every reason to with things like that. Just completely putting, put, making, uh, putting booze ahead of her. Especially her safety. I should have been with her. I should have fucking gone, that's it. Night's up. Mrs. wants to go home. Yep, yeah, I've had more than enough of poison water. I should be at home too. But yeah. It just makes you act so selfishly. So yeah, so while you're celebrating, you think you're having a great time, that poison water, well, it's not the poison water alone, it's you. It's, um, it's, a, it's an amazing thing really, isn't it? Because when, you, when you're standing from outside now looking in, you, you know that it's, well, like, this is what I'm seeing myself. I see that it's not the booze's fault. The booze is just a bottle with this liquid in it. 
And it can't do nothing. It can't take anything away from me. Until I open it up. And pour it down my neck. And it's as simple as that. I think when you come to realise. That by opening that bottle or that can. And then pouring the contents. Down your throat. It can't take anything from you. If you keep, you see a, a liquor store, bottle shop off license or whatever. If you see that and you keep walking past it, nothing will happen. You won't get drunk. You won't lose out. You won't ruin a relationship. You won't waste your money. You won't waste your time and energy. It's amazing. When you don't open that bottle, you don't go near it. Not because it, not because you're depriving yourself either. It's because it's like, again, I used the golf analogy on my Rumble um, stream that I did earlier. It's the same with like a sport like golf. I used to play golf, yeah, and then I wasn't getting anything out of it. And I knew I wasn't getting anything out. I found the fucking game frustrating. I gave it a good run. And that was it. I, I just stopped playing. I don't... I never once walked past the golf course and thought, oh, I'm really... I'm missing out. No, I never thought that because I thought I'd be wasting my time. What a fucking waste of time. To go walk around and hitting a little white ball around to try and get it in a fucking hole. You know, what's the point of that? And that's the thing with alcohol. There's no point. The only difference I think I see between golf and alcohol, drinking alcohol, is that alcohol is addictive and it fucking does all kinds of stuff inside us with our hormones and emotions and stuff. That's the only difference. Well, no, the other difference is, is that golf's good for you. It gets you out in the nature and in the fresh air. and So, you know, it's not really any comparison in that way. But is that some people call themselves golf addicts. They just fucking can't wait to get out there. You know, they can't wait. Some people are like that with the gym. But at least those things are good for you. There are some benefits. There's absolutely zero benefits. I mean, when I was listening to podcasts from the Huber Huberman lab, Dr. Huberman, and he was talking about red wine. And I remember this being in a a part of the book, the audio book I listened to, The Easy Way to Control Alcohol. And then Dr. Huberman was saying that I can't remember the chemical, but I said this, there's a chemical in red wine has is uh is good for us or can has can have positive effects on our health and they said the same in easy way to control alcohol i can't remember the name of that element or chemical compound that's in red wine but <laughs> this is how they fudge the studies 
so that you go so they can talk about oh yeah red wine's good for you because it's got this in it and then dr huberman said yes that thing is good for you but for you to get the amount that has a positive effect from red wine you'd have to drink so much red wine that then it would be bad for you because the the negatives for the red from the alcohol in the red wine would completely negate the positives from that one specific thing in red wine i wish i could remember what it was called but just look into it and look up that that um look up uh huberman labs on spotify there you just look it up and search for these one on alcohol it's just brilliant podcast for um some some good facts and he doesn't even talk about like excessive excessive drinking like alcoholics like when i was drinking like in excess of 24 beers every other night for like god knows how long but yeah so yeah just think about that you know when you feel that you're missing out <laughs> you're not missing out at all you're at, actually missing out on more stuff when you open that bottle or can and start pouring it down your throat anyway hope you're having a good day and a good start to the week i'll leave it there i'll speak with you tomorrow adios